right. Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, how are we are the middle of May, uh, almost, uh, after, this is actually after Mother's Day, <laughs> so. Yes, uh, Easter, happy Mother's May Day. 11th, I think, right, right? Yeah, May 11th, <laughs> yeah. Man, it's going fast. We're headed, uh, later this month, we're uh, headed to uh, Croatia for our leaders retreat, so we've got, uh, gosh, we have a total of uh, 17 couples coming. Excellent. I wish we were one of those, yes. but that is just not the timing this year. <laughs> no, well, you got graduations and lots of graduation, and and every weekend leading up to that, I believe, is a graduation type event. So just part of it this season. It's a lot to celebrate, though. Yeah, we were fortunate to uh, uh, with Joshua graduating. Uh, actually, he's, we typically uh, Linda and I fly in a couple of days early. Uh, to kind of get settled and then kind of do some scouting uh, right, right. of the restaurants and things that we've already reserved, but we, we want to you know make sure everything's good. And if we don't like them, we'll change them. Um, but this time uh, I got it all set up, you know, and Linda, <laughs> Linda uh, said, you know, by the way, uh, Joshua's graduating this year. So you didn't, you of course didn't schedule <laughs> anything during his graduation. And of I, course not. I said, <laughs> I said well, uh, to the best of my recollection, <laughs> um, I take the fifth, you know. And uh, so we checked it out, and uh, he's graduating uh, the Thursday before we're supposed to be in Croatia on Saturday. So oh wow, we're attending his graduation. Next day, we're getting up and flying to uh, Croatia. So, <laughs> so you'll fly out of Dallas then. Instead. We'll fly, out of, we'll fly oh. out of Dallas, and we will <laughs> we will arrive Saturday, which is at the evening of our first uh, gathering. So uh, that'll be a new experience for us. Can hopefully get over. There it's going to be a beautiful trip, though. Yeah. I just know God's got some great things planned. Yeah, we're excited about it. Lots of fellowship and being in the word together, and it's going to be really absolutely fun. and a stunning location. Yeah, it really is. Well, we've been talking about uh, the covenant. Um, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. And we've gone through the uh, essence of it. If, uh, you know, it happens in God's kingdom. Uh, it is to glorify him and to raise us up into the spiritual uh, place uh, and to uh, receive uh, the, uh, in the kingdom of God uh, because it's superior to the natural world, which, we, which uh, is our requirement. We've gone through the... Um, I would say the privileges of it, uh, of all the fullness of all that God pl promises to do and is going to do. And now we're in the section of our role. Um, uh -huh. And uh, this, this uh, place uh, that we're in right now is, is be separate. Uh, and it's, it's really interesting because it's this tension that we as believers really are called to live uh, and that is that first of all, as we can see in the Gospels, uh, Jesus's heart 
was just to uh, uh, not be in judgment of anybody, uh, but rather to come and invite people to follow him and to receive him and to process truth. Uh, so he was, he was actually uh, castigated by the Pharisees and the Sadducees uh, because um, they said, <laughs> how can you, supposedly a Jewish rabbi, who you know, they called him a Jewish rabbi, uh, how could you possibly be with the unclean um, and be sitting with, they would call sinners and people that aren't, you know, aren't holy and righteous. Uh, of course, Jesus said, well, I haven't come to save the righteous. I've come to save the lost and, uh, and for right. those that are unrighteous. So um, obviously his heart is develop relationship, uh, invite, be friendly with, don't be judgmental, uh, don't right. set up law. Uh, but rather express and glorify the, the beautiful relationship of Christ. Uh, and then to believers, um, Paul and, and Jesus specifically tells us over and over and over again, well, um, you, can't, you can't be an, equally yoked with darkness. Uh, so it's this interesting tension of we freely are relating to anybody with no judgment, doesn't even matter what they've done, how awful things are, just no judgment. But in terms of our decision-making uh, with our, our spouse, our uh, business associates, uh, small group, uh, et cetera, uh, he says that we have to have those around us that have a similar heart, not perfect, but rather a heart to follow him. And it's really interesting uh, when he says be separate um, and don't allow in your inner circle those that don't have a heart to follow me. Um, right. And we can look at it and say, well, <laughs> um, I likely am not much better <laughs> than what they have, you know, because I know that God doesn't categorize sin. Uh, mm. So probably I would be considered unholy as well. Uh, and he says, well, uh, there's an interesting truth that separates light from dark, uh, holiness from unholiness. And he said, it's me. Right. Uh, that see, Because I, we literally carry his presence. Yeah. But well, because I am the light, mm -hmm. um, I am the, the holiness, I am the righteousness. So that when, uh, and again, uh, this is why we set it up at the very beginning about the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Uh, this all happens in the kingdom because uh, he invites us uh, to uh, surrender our will to his and join him in the kingdom. Uh, and when we do, our unrighteousness, which we know we have and, and, and carry because we have a sinful nature, it is covered by Christ's righteousness. Um, and that's why uh, in Galatians, it says that when uh, you are putting on law toward yourself or toward others, then you're required to keep the whole law and you exit the kingdom and you go from being righteous because you lose the covering uh -huh. and you become unrighteous. Um, and that's why he says that the consequences, you can read this in Galatians 5, uh, 1 to 4, the consequences are uh, you sever, literally sever your relationship with him 
because then you move into unholiness and you can't be you can't be holy with him and you you've fallen from grace fallen from favor fallen from the place of blessing so um it's all about the relationship right and um that's why he keeps urging us um i'm going to lay out these important elements that are required for you to receive the ki- the kingdom and the covenant but it's primarily that you have a heart to follow me. So when we think of separation, uh, on don't be unequally yoked, which is what we talked about uh, yesterday, um, it's it's real simple. Do those around us have a heart to follow God? Because if they do, they're they're covered. See, they're holy. Right. And it's right. really if they don't have a heart to uh, follow God, then they're dark and unholy. And, and God says, separate from them in terms of having them be part of your inner circle decision-making right. influence. So it's this interesting tension that he says, you know, be separate. Uh, so let's go to 1 Corinthians 15, uh, 33 to 34. Tell us something interesting about this. Uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 33 to 34. Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts bad habit, or corrupts good habits. Awake to righteousness and do not sin. For some do not have the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. Yeah. So um, again, the the when it says bad bad company or evil mm-hmm. company, uh, it's those that don't have a heart to follow God are not thinking of God or thinking of self. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, when that's with you, what does it do? Does it corrupts corrupts good habits? It corrupts you. And basically, the word there is destroy. Mm. It destroys good habits. Okay, uh, destroys, a, and the good habit is really fundamentally, well, I'm going to go with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, uh, think about, and this is a trick of the enemy, um, the righteousness is covered in the kingdom, so what's the goal of the enemy? Well, it's got to draw me out. Right. Um, and how does he do that? By getting me to engage with the corruption, uh, fight, argue, debate, uh, go that way. Yeah, I guess that might be right. Um, and you lose just simply following with him. He said, well, mm-hmm. he said, when you have that on your inner circle, interesting enough, it's going to corrupt you. Right. Uh, and uh, we offer freedom from corruption to everybody, but they have to choose to <laughs> Not to, not to go to us, but to go to him. Right, um, right. And when they do, they're covenant righteousness and they can have the blessed life. And that's the simplicity of the covenant, which is what you and I know. And what we, while we want to keep urging people is, uh, why would you not mm-hmm. uh, go to where he can, you know, he can deliver it? So um, uh, it's a really important uh, truth. Okay, go to Proverbs 11, uh, 20. Those who are of a perverse heart are an abomination to the Lord, but the blameless in their ways are his delight. Okay. Um, I remember uh, scripture's pretty descriptive. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, what's an abomination? Um, an abomination completely comes against the holiness of God. Yeah, uh, yeah so he, he says that... Um, and, and this is this is something we need to really grab hold of, because our our uh, what I call a sappy view of God is, mm-hmm. well, he 
he kind of he kind of thinks everything's okay, and he, he, he you know accepts everything. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't need love. And uh, well, he says that um, uh, this is a, an abomination to him. Mm-hmm. And the word there is detestable, and literally he hates it. I mean, so yeah. it's, it's not a fuzzy, it's right. not a fuzzy word. Um, it's no, this is something that he's completely against. Yeah. And he's, he detest uh, he detested, which means he, you know he can't be part of it. Uh, and he said a perverse heart. Uh, and a good the uh, the word there underneath it all is a heart that's all twisted up. Mm. Uh, okay, now think about that with that description, a heart that's all twisted up. Well, mm. What does that imply? If you got a heart that's all twisted up, what does that imply? That you're being torn in different directions for one thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, a lot, you, a lot of twisting, a lot of turning. Yeah. Um, not really that you know. Versus where he, we are commanded to have a whole heart, you know, to come to him wholehearted with our whole heart, soul, mind, strength. Um, versus this picture of a very twisted, divided heart. Yeah, divided heart, twisted heart, um, and it's. I'd like, I'd kind of like to follow God, but but I but I do this, and mm-hmm. I get I get kind of wrapped up with it um, of. It, it's t- it tightens me. Um, um, I'm not. I'm not really simply following God. Uh, I'm doing things that I think might please Him, but I'm twisted in my thinking. Uh, I got mm-hmm. it backwards. Uh, I'm trying to please Him by doing things that I think He wants. And He says, "Well, <laughs> it's not that complicated. Uh, why don't you just come with me? <laughs> right. I'll give you my now, righteousness." Now, so what's your explaining right there, though? So if I were to just read this at face value, those who are of a perverse heart or an abomination to the Lord, I would go to my thinking of when I hear the word perverse, I think, okay, these people who are really out there on the edge of what is normal and, you know, like things that are just disgusting to me would be disgusting. And what you're saying though, is different than that. Yeah. Yeah. You're really honing in. I mean, all of us could fall into this perverse heart at times with what, sure. you're, what you're describing there. Yeah, so. yeah. and because the, uh, uh, remember the key word is heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, the word heart, by the way, uh, both Old and New Testament, uh, we, we tend to think of it as our, uh, you know, our thing that beats within us uh, mm-hmm. and gives us uh, blood and life, but it's soul. Uh, right. It's the essence of who you are. So perverse heart, perverse soul, is that you're twisted mm-hmm. in how you think and act. And uh, God says, well, that's an abomination to me uh, because I'm holy and you're walking away from the opportunity to be holy right. with, by the way, simplicity, which again, what does he say about the kingdom? You must enter it like what? A little kid. Like a child, yeah. See, kids aren't twisted per se. They be, mm-hmm. <laughs> as they get older, they become twisted because <laughs> uh, we, we lay it on them. But uh, generally speaking, uh, when he's talking about the purity of, of a child mm-hmm. is they, they see, they don't think in complex ways. They think very simply and well, they basically are going to go with, with dad and mom. Uh, I'm going to follow you, be with you. You're instructing me. Of course, I'll be with you. It's not that complicated because you, right. you have everything I need. Uh, and by the way, it's, in, it's a, theoretically a joy. Okay, go to Ephesians 5, 3 to 7. This is um, uh, an interesting statement. 
Ephesians three, three to seven, or Ephesians five? I've got Ephesians five. Do you have Ephesians five? I have Ephesians Ephesians three. So let me pull three. that up okay. real quick. I'm sorry. Ephesians five, three to seven. Uh, this is where he's he's been talking about unity. He's been talking about um, speak the truth in love, uh, forgive one another, don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. This is all in Ephesians four. Put on the new okay. man. Uh, mm-hmm. And put off the old man. And by the way, the, the way to do that is is put on Christ. Uh, yeah. Okay, now you're in His righteousness. So then, it, then it speaks about this interesting, interesting thing about light. Go ahead. Okay, it says, but fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, um, let it not be named among you as is fitting for saints. Neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. For this you know, that no fornicator, unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not be partakers with them. Yeah. Well, (laughs) again, um, this is where we have to go deeper into Scripture and understand Mm -hmm. it, because um, he says that... um, no unclean thing right person can inherit the kingdom of god well mm-hmm. if we read that all by itself right we we would all say well then we got no shot i got nothing right, <laughs> we got, right. i got nothing uh you know it ain't gonna happen for me because yeah I, I i know uh i'm not clean uh particularly in the purity sense of perfection i'm not that at all and um He's describing again the uh, the aspect of uh, emptiness uh, that we're not choosing to walk with him because mm-hmm. yeah and this is this is important when we get back to the uh, self uh, does yourself get any better no see no um, it's not that we're improving. Uh, it's rather we're being transformed. And right. the self is always uh, in a place where it doesn't, it, it doesn't lose its power. It doesn't, mm-hmm. oh, well, that gets better. Uh, no, that's why daily, do what? Crucify. Surrender, yeah. It's got to be crucified when all the time, every day, death, because of this thing that I can't get rid of, mm-hmm. but I can kill it. And then I can be with him by surrendering my will. Uh, so when he's talking about, uh, again, the aspect of uh, uncleanness, uh, it goes back to that choice of, do I have a heart to follow him? Uh, and he said, those that don't, uh, he said, they're, they're sons of disobedience. Okay, now think of, and this is what's really critical for all of us to understand this, and in a sense, beautiful. Uh, what is disobedience? Not doing what God's told us to do. By period. what? By what? What are we doing? See, we're we're, we're fundamentally when, yeah. when we're a son of disobedience, we're basically saying no to what? Come and be with me. Mm-hmm. Um, while you're with me, I am going to give you instruction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, you're going to struggle with obeying that. Right. He said, that's not what I'm talking about. Mm. When you struggle with obeying what I ask you to do while you're with me, <laughs> what does he say? 
stay with me. Right. Let me work it through that you then uh, receive the power that I'm going to give you through the Holy Spirit to, to obey what I ask you to do. And that whole time that you were struggling, you were holy. Why, why? That's hard for us to get our head around, right? It is, yeah. And why, why are they holy? Based on what Christ already did on well, the because, cross. Well, because I've covered you mm-hmm. because you're with me. So that's why it's it's really it's really profound, really important, uh, because there's a sense that uh, I got to do better in order for me to uh, uh, show him that I'm obedient. And if I'm obedient, I guess that's when I get the covenant. And he says he says, "No, uh, come with me." Uh, when you come with me and are with me and remember by coming with me what have you done surrendered my will to him put to death self i'm willing to go with you great let's go um i'm going to say things to you you're gonna you're gonna say uh i don't i have a hard time believing that and two is man that's hard to think of doing i'm struggling with doing he said i know stay with me stay with me the whole time you stay with me while you're struggling you're holy, and so that's why it's really simple. When I when, you, when think about when you're not holy, then when you're not with him, when you're not with him, yeah, right, yeah. So we, you know, a great example. Uh, hmm. We've actually gone through this before, but uh, do you remember when when Saul was converted and uh, God met him, Jesus met him, and said, uh, you know, go in Damascus and wait three days. You're not going to be able to eat and drink. You'll be blind. There's going to be a man, and ultimately he tells him it's Ananias that's going to come and, and lay hands on him. So he does. He goes. Uh, then God speaks to Ananias. Ananias. Ananias says, yes, Lord. Uh, by the way, he'd already, he'd already been in a place where he understood how to hear his voice, how to respond to him, uh, knew that God knew him by name. Uh, okay, I'm telling you, son, um, I would like you... <laughs> to go and uh, lay hands on Saul and heal him. <laughs> and Ananias, uh, and again, this is how beautiful scripture is. Are we is. talking about the same guy? <laughs> he says, uh, do you know Do you know who you're talking about? <laughs> mm-hmm. He said, that guy's going to kill me, and I'm afraid of him. And I, my, so far, the oh. way I've operated toward him is, is I get as far away as that, from that guy as I possibly can. Uh, so I'm, you're telling me to go there? No, I, I'm, I, I'm having a hard time being obedient to that instruction. He says, I understand that. God says, I understand that. Um, stay with me. Uh, let me tell you a couple of things. Um, yes, I'm confirming he's, he's, become, he's become a follower of Christ. Um, don't worry. He'll suffer a few things in his life. Don't you know? Don't don't think he's getting off scot free, and he's going to have to deal with it. Which, uh, by the way, actually would demonstrate my glory. Um, and then, hey, by the way, he's going to take the message to the Gentiles, which is what Ananias heard for the first time. Uh, so Ananias, having processed that, uh, said, "Okay, so you you're telling me that I'm safe? <laughs> I'm safe." going and doing this and fulfilling what you've asked me to do. And it's actually going to turn out to be beneficial for both him and me and for glorifying you. Yes. Okay, got it. Um, Okay, now, that whole time 
was Ananias holy? Yes. Yes. Okay, why? Because he stayed with God in, in the processing of all of that. Because he stayed with him even in his first response mm-hmm. of no. Uh, he still brought that to him. <laughs> but I'm going to stay with you mm-hmm. uh, so that if we could really grab hold of this amazing truth that um, when he says my holiness covers you uh, and my righteousness will guide you and lead you, I'm not asking you to go figure this out on your own. I'm just asking you to stay with me during your struggle. So like, like if we take it even further, uh, let's say somebody has uh, got a problem with anger or addicted to pornography or uh, you know uh, all kinds of different uh, things that they're doing or watching things, doing things that aren't right. Uh, and they say, I'd like, to, I'd like to go with God and let him heal me. Okay, when they come, uh, do they still have the issue? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's not like I step across that line, everything's perfect. No. Mm-hmm. Walk with me, what? Step by step by step. I'll do the healing while you are still struggling with this pattern, still struggling with this issue. I'm going to heal you, and the whole time. Mm-hmm. You're going to be holy. By the way, he says something really cool. This is Second uh, Corinthians three seventeen. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's what freedom. Yep. You can have freedom while you're struggling. It's 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 amazing. You know, it's it's remarkable truth that that God gives us is that uh, you know understand the beauty of that and the power that I'm offering you to live this life that nobody else can live, only the privilege of you being with me and me giving it to you. All you gotta do is stay with me, that's all. That, that's the only condition. So he says, when he says be separate, be separate from what? From those that don't have a heart to come. Uh, I remember he's not talking about offering the relationship. Right. He's talking about your inner circle that is really who influences you and who you go to for wisdom is he says you need people around you Mm -hmm. that are going to understand the beauty of this and and together while you're struggling together including by the way with a spouse you could even disagree with this spouse Mm -hmm. it's okay so that's okay do you have a heart to go Uh, there could be decision making and your spouse isn't really neutral about it kind of have a little Mm -hmm. bit of self in there you have a heart to go with God? Great, let's go. We're covered. We're going to enjoy it. And he said, otherwise, uh, it ain't going to work because light can't be with dark. By definition, they're, they're not going to be here. And if you don't, now think about this. If, they, if you don't separate, where do you go? You go with them. You're not going with me. You're going with them. By definition, you've walked away, and now you're in holy. Oh, interesting. Okay. He says, so, so I need you to be with me. <laughs> you be with me. Invite people around you to be with me. Uh, by the way, it'll be great and grand and, and special, uh, spectacular. Uh, okay, let's look at um, uh, one more here. Second uh, uh, Timothy three one to five. Timothy three one to five says, "But know this: that in the last days perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers." 
disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying its power. And from such people turn away. Yeah. Uh, so he gives a litany. Uh, well, mm-hmm. it's basically selfishness uh, that uh, looks like this. Uh, and he says uh, that they uh, appear like they're godly, a form of godliness, but lacking what? Power. The power, why? Because they're separated. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have access to the power because right. they're off self, away from the kingdom. They're not covered in righteousness, uh, but rather they're they're uh, living in the flesh at enmity against God. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm at, and particularly in the last days, as things occur, and of course we have our end times Fridays that we share, that we could be in that time, or certainly. Right. It looks We're certainly like closer, it right? looks like that time. Uh, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a holy time. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that that the Christian church is basically going to fall away, looking, acting, and talking like they're holy, but they have no no power. And he says those people that look like that, I'm asking you who have a heart to be with me and receive the power, separate from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, it's it's about your direct. Uh, decision making, influencing, sharing uh, the depth of life together. Uh, basically, he says, don't waste your time um, on that as part of your inner circle as you're as you're processing receiving my will. And remember, it has nothing to say about being with unbelievers, being with the unholy, right. being with people that are struggling, being with people that are walking away from God. That's not what he's saying. He said, keep asking them. Keep inviting them. Be friendly. Be respectful. Don't don't bring judgment. He's talking about your inner life, where the power is going to be. Uh, right. You know, stay there and and be separate, and don't let anybody in that is going to drag you away from the power you know that I have to offer you. So, um, it's a it's a remarkable truth of this interesting tension of yes. You need to go out into the world, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, may it never be said of you, well, I never sit around sinners. I'm a Pharisee. No, he said, that's not what I'm talking about. I want you to be in the world. I want you to be offering my, my right. love and my heart and my truth. And bringing my light into darkness. And bringing light yeah. into darkness. But in terms of your, your decision-making and the way mm-hmm. that I want you to operate with your close inner circle, inner circle, stay pure. And pure mm-hmm. is just simply with people that have a heart to go. That's it. Yeah, it's kind of cool. So we'll uh, we'll pick this up again uh, next time. We'll go into the next uh, piece of it, uh, of our requirement, our role, our responsibility mm-hmm. in terms of what it means to follow him uh, and to receive the blessing of the covenant. So uh, we'll pick it up. Uh, we'll have our uh, guest stage tomorrow and then our uh, end times uh, Friday after that. We'll, we'll pick it up next week. Excellent. Sounds great. Looking forward to it. And thank you for joining us, everyone. As always, be a friend and tell a friend if you are finding the podcast useful and just encouraging you and training you up in what God has to say. He has beautiful promises ahead for each of you. He does. Yep. And we'll get into Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you later. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See. 
your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.